Yeah, right there. You yeah, know the kind of mental fortitude it takes to just oh get God. in a ring and fight someone? Oh, my God. Oh my God. With no padding at no. all. Like, it, like, they're just, bro, the relentlessness. Like, I've seen people just, like, you know what you have to have in your heart to just put somebody in a chokehold and squeeze as hard as you possibly can? Right, right, now these Welcome to the Any Last Words Podcast. My name is Keon, aka Almighty the DJ. Hey, my name is Earl Lonnie Hooks, aka Young One with himself. Thank you all for being here. Thank you, Keon. What's up? Yo, I, I, I think I told you this. I didn't tell you that. Well, I told you this the other day, but I'm really okay. enjoying the Earl Lonnie hooks. I feel like <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like you're building that up and I, and I like it. It just what? it's just one of them. One of the like, you know, when people use like their first middle last name, like sometimes it doesn't work. But Earl Lonnie <sighs> hooks like that. That's giving me daytime talk show host right there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that, but I get what <laughs> but I get where you're going. I, I understand the lane that you're talking about. And yeah, no, it's funny because it's something I didn't really think about in that regard. I just thought this is my name. Right. <laughs> like this is what yeah, this is what they name me. So I'm just <laughs> this is how I'm gonna regard myself to people. Yeah. Like this this is what it is. I didn't put too much thought behind it. That's really that's really funny though. <laughs> it was it was hilarious is I grew up fucking hating my name. Really? Well, yeah. Everything yeah, don't do that. No, don't, no, I got don't you. Don't say really. I got you. I got you. Everything about it. Earl is like you know, it was always, you know, go up to school. I mean, because kids their fries, their roasts don't really have to make sense. So, you know, it was Earl the Pearl, the big fat girl. Earl the Pearl, the yeah. big fat girl. Like, yeah, that was, a, I never told you, that was a thing. What? Yeah, that was a they thing They just in took a bunch school. of words, and rhymed just put them, together. them together. Anything yeah, that rhymes it, with Earl, just put it. As long as, long as <laughs> big fat girl got in there, like Pearl didn't really mean, Pearl, if anything, is, is a compliment. But but to get to big fat girl, like it just, it didn't make any sense. But of course, you know, we're, we're kids. It doesn't have to make sense. No, but. not at all. I be telling people, yo, kids are the like elementary school kids are the worst. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know if it's wor- nah. I'd say middle school. Middle school middle gets school? pretty rough. Okay. Middle school gets pretty rough. Yeah, okay. elementary school. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Like you're you kicking dirt at girls and <laughs> you know pe- people are throwing rocks at each other and stuff like that. I get it. Like it's real primal. It's a bunch of little fucking monkeys running around <laughs> acting a fool. But but middle school. You get you get deeper and darker because now you're a little bit older and you uh-huh. really, really know how to you're no longer just saying little petty things like you're really trying like people are trying to hurt. People yeah, they're getting real personal. School. Yeah, exactly. Like you're trying to dig into people's insecurities when you get into middle school. So mm. it gets. Yeah. Yeah. Middle school gets a lot, a lot deeper. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I hated that. And then, yeah. And then also <laughs> getting older. Now we're getting into middle school. If you want the evolution of Earl. So now we're getting into middle school and. My name is now associated with throwing up. <laughs> I that's what I was about to bring that up because anytime yeah. anytime I bring you up around my mom, right? She'll literally dang not no not Mama uh, Harris not <laughs> like not all the time, but like a lot of t- like in the past, she's definitely been like. See, man. See, see. 
you what I'm talking if, about, man. Either, like, no, either that or she she takes these this I don't know the name of the song, but there's some lyrics. Is in a girl it. had to die? No, it wasn't that. It's, oh, by the some, chicks, I got it all, man. No, it was I don't know where it came from, but it, mm. the lyrics were. Uh, it was like Duke of Earl. Nope, not that either. Damn. <laughs> it was some shit. It was like Earl the Pearl came to boogie y'all. Some old oh, shit like that. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what song it's from. <laughs> I don't know what song it's from. It sounded like it's some old ass go go song. But I don't yeah, know for sure. <laughs> Came down the boogie, y'all. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I don't know, but yeah, I never, I, I never like my name. Go- I was just like, why couldn't I just be named Jake? <laughs> like, why couldn't I just Jake? be something that everybody else? You know where I grew up, like <laughs> the suburbs we grew up in. But like, yeah, it's just. I don't know why I just couldn't be named something everybody else was. So I, well, I hated being I, I hated being different. As a kid, you don't want to be different. All you want to no, do is fit in. Hell no, hell no. Not you don't, as a yeah, kid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, being being different is the worst thing ever when you're a child. Yeah. I mean, with with my name, I didn't really I don't think I really got made fun of for my name. I just had a lot of people that could not pronounce it. Bro, um, I don't understand these people. That just can't pronounce things outside of John Smith and Mary Jane Adams. <laughs> like I don't, Dog, I I've, don't get it. I've gotten everything from Keylon to what? Key in, Key in. Uh, I've even had oh Keyon. Like just everything. Man. The first one, why did they just throw an extra? Why did you just throw an L in there? I don't know. I guess they. Some people don't dot their eyes and they just see an L. I don't know. Oh. Okay. I don't know. I, uh, they don't dot their lowercase eyes. Whatever. I, I don't we we know. don't need to get into it. We don't uh. need to get into it. Uh anyway, yeah, now these days, clearly I love being Earl Lonnie Hooks. Yes. So it is what it is. Yes. Um, how's how's your week, man? Um, it was good. Anything, man. anything exciting happened this week? Honestly, I'm starting to get used to this new schedule rotation that I'm on. And I really get through the four days pretty quickly and I really look forward to the three days off. Um so that's been really cool. Um, work. I, I is, know that feeling. I know that. Yeah, feeling. I bet you do. <laughs> yeah, you get a little mini vacation every Hell week. Yeah. Three, Hell yeah, yeah, three days turns into a little mini vacation. Yeah, like week. it's it's absolutely necessary. Like I, yeah. I will gladly continue to work ten days. On, I mean, uh, ten hours. <laughs> yeah, I know that was crazy. Uh, ten hour days, uh, four days a week, and have three days yeah. off. I'll do that. Yeah, for sure. Please let me do that. I will do yes, it. A thousand percent. Um, but, you know, work is work. It's actually getting a little busier. I think people are starting to, you know, step out a little bit or at least see that we're open. Uh, we're getting yeah. phone calls every day asking if we're open. Um, so, you know, business is definitely starting to pick up. I've, I'm noticing um, the trend is, is you know, it's, it's escalating. It's, 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 you know, where people are starting to come in and, you know, we're, we're, we're beating the goals that we couldn't, uh, couldn't beat at first. Um, so, you know, all that's been cool. Um, you know, obviously I'm still helping my son with his homework. Um, that's never, that's not going to stop. Um, but other than that, man, you know, I went fishing yesterday and <laughs> I went fishing twice yesterday, actually. Twice. Um, yes. and I'm definitely going to start, you know, get to, to film in some of my excursions here soon. Um, so we can put some more content About time. on the tube. Yes. Yeah. Yes, let, yes. Let, let, yeah let people see this. Let, yeah. let people see all this. All this yeah, magic that goes was, down on the pond. I was out there yesterday and like I was literally like explaining certain things to Antoinette. And I was just like, damn, I should be recording this right now. Just <laughs> just giving lots of game. And I'm just like, this needs to be recorded. So yeah. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. It's coming soon. It's coming soon. 
Coming soon. Um, yo, this week I got a couple of interesting things happened. One, I went to the Torpedo. Have you been to the Torpedo Factory in Alexandria? Is that? It is an art center. Okay, okay. Uh, I've heard of it, but no, I haven't been there before. Next to next to the water. Yeah, it's it's absolutely fucking beautiful. Next to the, the Potomac. Okay. Um, yo, going through this thing. Well, first, first and foremost, I was excited to go. As I'm walking around, I, I I knew that I wanted to participate. When I say participate, I wanted to support the the lo- the artists in there because uh-huh. you walk through this center, and when it, the the reason it being a center is there are there are different little nooks in there, studios where you can see the artists making their art. Oh, uh, you can just sort of walk through the studio and look at the stuff that they have hanging up and that are for sale and things like that. So it's really it's in, it's like an intimate setting. Okay, it's a very intimate. Uh, artistic setting which is awesome and you can talk to them they'll answer any questions you have they're always really welcoming and happy for anybody that walks in there to check their stuff out but i was immediately (laughs) immediately taken aback by the pricing of these things and i immediately understood that i wasn't going to be walking out of there with anything ouch (laughs) Um, and then i started wondering how much it costs to have sort of like a barber has to pay to have a booth in a barbershop right they have to pay to have a studio. So I'm wondering how much they're, like, they're really making off of this stuff. Um, I saw things in there about $10,000. Damn. Uh, the average, I would say, that, but that was on the high end. The average, I would say, would be between five hundred dollars to like $2,000. Like That was like the average for what is, pieces. What, is, what, is, what does five hundred get you in there? Five. I mean, again, they're all different sorts of dimensions and things like that. It just depends on what the certain artist, you know, is values this stuff at. Okay. But there was, okay. the, but there was this one guy in particular that I'm thinking about. It's just like this old, this older Asian gentleman in there, and he he had a lot of different sort of interesting paintings. But he had this one sort of just like beautifully mosaic painting, um, all different sorts of colors, and you had to sort of stand away from it to see what it morphed into, but it was like this huge, wonderful tree of life looking thing. And then far off in the distance, you could see a small city, but it was, but the whole painting was painted the same colors. So you really had to focus just see and see. Yeah. Depending upon like the, the way that it was formed was because there was all the same colors. You really had to look at the different brush strokes to see what made what, what, Right. In the painting. Right. And it was just so interesting. And it just seemed like it was so much time taken to when upon acquiring how much time was taken, he just looked up and was like, oh, that one, many years. Damn. And I'm looking at this guy and I'm looking back at this painting. I'm thinking, I'm just having this this deeper appreciation for for dedication in, in that sort of that sort of artistic integrity. Like you sat and, and worked on this thing for years and years, the perseverance and dedication that it goes into putting, like putting that sort of effort into one piece. Definitely. Is is beautiful. And I just started thinking about like our lives and the things that, you know, we put time into. And I'm just like, I got to get more dedicated. Like I, I have to, like, I just, like it's because, yeah, just think about it. Like this guy is sitting there, he's doing this painting every now and again. Maybe he goes away from it for a couple of weeks or a month or so, and he's working on other stuff. Then he comes back. Your eye changes. Your skill level changes. 
like so many things change in a person throughout the course of a few years. Uh-huh. And you're and you're still going back and working on the same painting. So I could just I would just love to see, uh, you know what I mean? Just sort of like the different steps that it took the evolution of this painting, depending upon the sort of experiences that you were going through as a person within that interval of time. Like, that's just, that was insane to me. Like, I was in there fucking mind-blowing. So, when you when you say, like, essentially the same colors, are, were they, was he, let's just say, was he using, let's use blue as a as an example. Right. Was he using so a just lot of different it was shades blue. of blue? Uh, no, like, there were there were little, so when I say mosaic, I mean, there, there were little, like, whites and yellows and reds, okay. but there were just, like, little strokes, like, little spurts of that. But gotcha. most of it were, like, different shades of blue. Gotcha. So, like I said, you really had to look because it was about the different brush strokes. Right. You know what I mean? That really made that really made the the objects pop out to you when you stood from afar and looked at it. It was it was it was such a fucking beautiful so piece. Just, I wish I wish I could have bought that. He th- those are the sort of paintings where there's not even a price tag next to it. Can you like? Are you allowed <laughs> to like take pictures and stuff in there? Uh, and that's that's the thing. See, I, I thought about that when I was walking through it. I didn't want to be. <laughs> I didn't want to be like a newbie and be, and be you know, because it could be very distasteful right. to be walking around in the people's studios taking photos of things in which you're not willing to buy. No, I understand that. I understand you know what that. I mean? And I, did, and I didn't want to be crass like that. So yeah. I, I didn't. There there were some studios that said, you know, pictures are are encouraged. OK, yeah, because that and that's exactly and then there, And then there were others where they said, don't take pictures okay and then there were some that didn't have any signs which i took the same as don't take pictures right right so so yeah yeah exactly because i wasn't about to go in there and just like disrespect anybody by just being like oh man these are these are amazing i think i'm going to take them out of here on my phone yeah just have (laughs) yeah have a nigga break an easel over your head in there or something yeah you want (laughs) <laughs> yeah, man. I yeah, no, I, I completely understand that. Like I said, all these people were super welcoming into their studio, so they were like the nicest people ever. That's what's up. Um, but it was yeah, but it was, it was awesome. That was a great time. Another thing was the other night. You, I know you, I, you probably don't. I don't think you watch UFC. Not really. But you, but you probably have maybe seen on Twitter that this dude Israel Adesanya has just had a fight the other night with Paulo uh, Paulo Costa. This was like it was supposed to be like the fight of the year in He's, UFC. Was this was is is this like the skinnier dark skin guy that yes. that be doing like a bunch of like dancing and shit yes like that? okay yeah he's real he yeah he's real boastful are braggadocious you, are you talking about the body shot that he inflicted on that on that guy or am I talking about uh, thinking of a different fight uh I mean he did hit him with a body shot although that was not the the main point of this fight okay, okay. that was that was not the thing that stuck out the thing that stuck out in this fight was were the leg kicks. Okay. 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 See, I haven't, I haven't been watching UFC for that long, but I knew, and this was, this was like years ago that I first saw him fight. I knew when I first saw this guy fight that he was something special. Okay. And that's, and that's saying a lot for someone that doesn't watch a certain sport. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like sort of like the, the, well, I'll get into that in a second, but the way that his body moves, do you remember, you remember the show, um, the last airbender? So, you know, you have earth and wind and fire and uh-huh. you know what I mean? And you have these different people that can bend these elements at their will and use them uh-huh. right to do different things. Um, his alias is the last style bender. Mm. That's what he is. Is he out of Sonya, the last style bender? OK. When you see the way this man moves, 
I've never seen anything like that in my entire life. Like his, the way I explained it to someone yesterday was like he's like a like a smoky water snake. It's very fluid. <laughs> Just fluid in all of his movements, but at the same time so tactical. Like he, you can tell, and he says it that he picks and chooses every every spot, every every strike he's uh-huh. about to take. It's so methodical. It's so technical. It's like so the marrying of those two things of that fluidity, how malleable like he can be, you know what I mean, and, and make these styles okay. and make it and make it his own with the technicality of his strikes is like it's really something to marvel at. Like it's so it's such a beautiful thing. Like it's it's like watching art. I think it's like watching like yeah, like moving art. You remember though? You remember that uh, the drunken monkey stance in like Mortal Kombat? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what I. That's what I'm thinking of. That's what you're thinking of right now. <laughs> okay, well, he's not that dramatic, but but yeah, just in a in a lot more technical fashion. Right. Yeah, right. something something like the drunken monkey, <laughs> something like that. But yeah, no, nah, I, I just thought that that was fucking insane. So if anybody didn't see that fight, definitely at least just go at least just go watch. Israel Adesanya clips on YouTube. I, I, like he's um, just so damn good. I saw a clip where this guy got a um, he got a KO from like hitting this dude with a body shot like right in the gut, and it like right. knocked the wind out of him. But like you should have seen the way this man fell to the floor. You'd have thought he got shot. Like, <laughs> he was just on the he was just like on the holding his stomach, just like just like gasping bro, for shots. air, dog. But bro, but see, that's one thing that I've really gotten to to appreciate about UFC is the technicality of it all. Like when people are throwing these leg like repetitive leg kicks, bow, 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 just like catching you in the knee, in the shin, in the calf. At first, I you know when you're first at first watch, first glance, when you're first getting into UFC. You're just thinking, you know, why are they like spending so much time? Like, what does that really matter? You know what I mean? Like, we're, we're, we're thinking down. you need, like, you need to knock somebody out, hit him in their jaw, <laughs> punch him in his nose, breaking them right? down. But that's <laughs> exactly, but that's really ignorant. So, what you're talking about, breaking them down, it's like chopping down a tree. Uh-huh. Like, where do you start when you chop down a tree? Like, <laughs> you chop from the base, right? Exactly, and that's exactly what's going on. So then you start to see these huge welts. Yep growing on their legs and you start to see them stumbling and they can't put any weight on it anymore because they're just having like lesions Mm -hmm. inside their leg you know what i mean just Mm -hmm. like just muscle being torn apart by someone else's shin oh god yeah it's absolutely insane and then and then like you were talking about body shots like you're taking the air out of someone have you ever have you ever had the wind knocked out of you um if if so not in not in just many, many, many years. Okay. So, so, but, but I, but I can, I can kind of remember right what that, what that feels like. Yeah. Feels like yeah, you're so about just to imagine die. you're not trained. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> you're just gasping for yeah, air. That's not there. <laughs> yeah. Probably the same way it feels like if you've ever been hit in your throat. Right. Right. I, I've never been hit in my throat. So. Oh my god! <laughs> gasp, just gasping for air, sounded oh, like spon- like like SpongeBob and, and Sandy's little dome right. back when before he put the water helmet on. <laughs> I need water, need water. Like bro, getting <laughs> getting smacked in your in your throat, getting getting body shots to your diaphragm, taking every bit of breath out of you is fucking insane. Do you do you remember the fight with uh, Anderson Silva when he kicked that he tried to kick that dude in the leg and it instead snapped his own leg in half? Uh, y- yes, 
Yes. She. Bro, UFC. Yo. UFC is different. <laughs> See? The UFC is just different. It's honestly astonishing to me that these, that there's so many of these human beings that exist. Why do these niggas exist? They it's insane. They love because, getting in the ring. Yeah, like they're they're. You know the kind of mental beasts. fortitude it takes to oh just god. get in a ring and fight oh someone. God. Oh my god! With no padding at all, no. like, like like they're just bro. The relentlessness, mm. like I've seen people just like you know what you have to have in your heart to just put somebody in a chokehold and squeeze as hard as you possibly can and hope that they and like tap out eventually. And not yeah, die yeah, right there. The thing is, the thing is that the way that some of these people are doing it, you just see the dog in their right, eyes. Right. And they're not even worried about you tapping out. Like they're trying to, I've seen people like with submissions trying to rip people's arms off of their uh-huh. body, uh-huh. trying to rip limbs off. Like they don't care. They are dogs and they have to, you have to be. When you get in that, when you get in that octagon, you have to become a beast. Yeah. You have to be a beast before you walk in there. That's the thing. Like these people have a different sort of, like you said, mental fortitude. They have a different switch that has been flipped and they're just in there and they are trying to hurt, if not kill this other person in this ring. Gouging the blood eyes going out. around. Yeah. Like, bro, it's like, uh, my guys, like the animalistic tendencies that I've seen is it's like, it's so insane watching these fights. I like, it's, it's so insane that there are people out here with these skills too. Flying knees. Yep. Run around spinning elbows. Like I Yo, said, them, them, mother, and, them motherfucking spinning elbows. When they just bro, like, oh, them shows you know be so fast, vicious. You know how explosive you have to be from the hip to spin 360 degrees and catch with somebody your with your elbow? Yeah, like before, before the person in front of you even knows what's happening. You right. know how fast and explosive you have to be right. to spin on a nigga and him not be able to get out of the way in time. Right, like that's absolutely that's that's mind blowing to me. That's absolutely insane. These skills that these people have are insane. Like I, I really get gained a, a completely different uh, appreciation for UFC and mixed martial arts since Duty got here and started like putting these things on the TV. Man. It's insane. Shout out yeah. to Duty. Shout out to Duty. Shout out to Israel Adesanya. He's a, he's a master in this game. He said he's fought he's fought over like a hundred fights in mixed martial arts, like over a hundred fights. Now I think like sixteen or seventeen have been in the UFC, but he he's fought in other divisions and other. And speaking yeah. of him specifically, there's like a clip of him going around where he's like saying that he's ready to die. Oh, yep. Well, like, well, the thing is, I, I can't understand how you do this at this level and you're not. Yeah, that's true. That's that's the thing, man. Like the, the see, I've seen so many knockouts. You catch the right elbow to the temple. Oh my gosh, bro! <laughs> that's the happen. thing. People, they're able to. When I see somebody like on top of someone else, mounting someone else on the ground, and they're throwing elbows to the crown of someone's head mm-hmm. again, repetitively, until this person's like their eyes go back in the into the back of their head and they're still throwing blows at him until the referee can get in between and space him out like bro it's 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 just it's just different cage it's cage fighting this shit just is, think about the, this shit is different. legal it is okay it's legal 
I like I couldn't. Yeah, no, nah, it, it, it it ain't for me. I'm gonna just nah. do these podcasts. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just I'm just gonna do these podcasts and go to yoga class. Definitely. Like, Definitely. I'm just gonna go. To, I'm just gonna do vinyasa flow yoga. Do vinyasa I'm, flow. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm I'm gonna do my yin yoga, my slow flow, my vinyasa. I'm gonna do all these things. I'm gonna get on the bike. I'm gonna row. I'm gonna lift weights. I'm gonna do podcasts. I'm gonna read books. I'm gonna leave all that all that gladiator shit to to the to the That's, real ones they, out there. They truly are gladiators. Like that's and, literally what they are. And actually, I'm glad that that word came up, gladiator. Um, because this was something I want to talk about before. When you are ignorant of a certain field, but you know that something or someone is special in the way that they do something. Duty told me yesterday that this motherfucker, what's his name? Uh, Russell Russell Wilson, Seahawks. Yeah. That Russell Wilson has more touchdown completions than than incomplete passes. Damn. Bruh. Wow. <laughs> I didn't exactly. even know that. Exactly. And, and the fact that I don't know football, but when he said that to me, I was like, hold on a second. What are you saying to me? <laughs> he has more touchdown completions than incomplete passes? That's crazy. Like, how is that was, possible? Is that is that in his career or this season? Oh, I don't uh, I don't I think I think it may be in this season. Okay. I mean that's, that's still dope. But that's but that's balling. Yeah. I mean he threw five touchdowns this past uh yesterday. He threw t- five Bro. touchdowns yesterday, I think. Bro. Three of them to Tyler Lockett. Bro, that 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 is that is absolute like what that's a hell of a stat. That's a crazy stat. Like you have to think about that, bro. That is insane. And and, and honestly, you are ex- you're just expected to throw incomplete passes. That's just well, the yeah, nature of, of the course, game, of course. Because so you, for you you've to got have defenders more. and whatnot on the other end that are supposed to be blocking passes and you yeah, know like, defending it's them. Just, that's just the nature of the game. <laughs> you don't expect for more people to be catching your passes in the end zone than. <laughs> Then you just you know, a, a but you pass know what? getting knocked Maybe. away from a defender, or it just hitting the ground, or it just going you overshooting or underpassing the maybe you know, the maybe Russell like, maybe insane. Russell Wilson is expecting that. Maybe that's why he's so good. That confidence. Yeah. I'm actually gonna do a, a book review on a Harvest Business Review book labeled confidence okay and their emotion in their emotional intelligence series yeah it's it was a good book and i think a lot of people need some help in that regard uh whether they have too much confidence or too little confidence it's ah. a good it's a good yeah yeah because people rarely ever think about yeah, the, you can have yeah. too much yeah because and that can't hurt you people rarely ever think about that side of it but i'm definitely a gonna too do overzealous a little too overzealous yeah a little yeah you think that you have like capabilities that just nothing in your past experiences have shown that you right, have. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But for some reason you just have this, yeah, I don't know, it's weird. This <laughs> yeah, completely un unfactual, un yeah, I don't know. That's that's just really uh, yeah, it's weird sometimes. You get caught up in that. I don't know. But um anyway, you got you got any you got any topics for us? Cause I, I got I got a, I got a I'm, really, I'm really ro- ad- adventurous one. Go ahead, man. I'm rolling with you for right now. Okay, you sure? Yeah, go ahead. Because this may take a minute. It's, it's all right. <laughs> all right, all right. I want everybody to, to, again, everybody listening, also to you, Keon, but you know this about me by now. And hopefully if you've been listening with us long enough, you know this by now. 
Bear with me. I'm going. I promise. Bear, that's right. <laughs> bear, bear with me. I promise this is all getting somewhere. But I just, I just want to walk everyone through this with me. Many, many moons ago, a few podcasts ago, I made a controversial, not really, but controversial. a controversial. So it is sort of a controversial statement, but not really. It's not really as big as it seems right now. Trust me. <laughs> About dogs and cats. <laughs> okay. About comparing the, them? Yes. Okay. Now, the controversial could have been controversial for dog lovers, cat lovers, was that I felt as though on a general basis, dogs are better than cats. Better meaning they're better for us. They're better pets. They're better domestic animals. Okay. Right? For us. And I think most people sort of agree with that. You, you, you usually, if you ask like 10 people if they're a dog or cat lover, I'm pretty certain. You're going to get more it's dogs. Go, it's going to be in favor of dog lovers. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so I don't, so again, that wasn't necessarily the controversial part. The controversial part was that I said that I think that cats with their, with their minds and just how, how regal and majestic they can be and how intelligent and independent they can be that the very best cat or cats, right? The, the very best ones are probably far better than the best dogs. Okay. That was my statement. And I think that you, you agreed. I, did. I don't know if it was, you agreed and it yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. a reluctant, Agreeance, like you, you can see that. Yeah, no, I, I can get that. Okay. Have you ever had a dog or cat, by the way? No. No, your I, parents weren't fucking with that. My mother despises animals. Oh. I mean, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> Despise is a very strong word, but she's not, she's, she's not a fan of pets, and she didn't want to get us any because she knew that she would be doing the bulk of the taking care of them. So she she was never about getting us any type of dog or cat. And some, and we've had like friends like ask us to watch their, their dog for the weekend while they were away. And even when that happens, my mom was just like, Oh, there's a dog downstairs. (laughs) Oh, so, Oh, so she would allow it. Yeah. She's just upon certain occasions, special occasions. Yeah. She's just not a, she just doesn't want any, she never wanted. Right, right, right. Did she ever say why? Like, was it a bad experience growing the, up? That no, she had, the or? only time she would ever really explain it is like when we were kids. She would just say, "Y'all not gonna take care of it. It's gonna that responsibility okay. is gonna fall on us." And I don't yeah, really yeah. want to do that. Yeah, that so. was yeah that was that was definitely what my dad said to me too when I ever even broached that subject. He'd be like, first of all, nigga, you need to go to school and get better grades." Like, <laughs> <laughs> every time I ever tried to do anything, by the way, it always comes back to you need to go to school. Get all of them books. Bring all of them books home. If you need to study and get better grades. Until you can do that, you can't do nothing else. Because like, assuming if I can't take that one responsibility, which really is a child's only responsibility, like go to school and just do right and come home. And like, you know what I mean? So because I wasn't doing that, he's like, you can't. No, Earl, you still can't. I don't care if you're 17 right now. You cannot go get your learner's permit. We're not worried about oh, you. Oh, yo, I, you know what? I be forgetting that you didn't get your license till you were like 26. I really be forgetting that, dog. 
<laughs> until I was 26. You're an asshole. It wasn't that old, but it was definitely, but it was definitely old enough. Like I, I, I was probably. I want to say I was like 19, 20. Like it, was, it was definitely like I was up there before I was getting like my license. It was definitely <laughs> and, the, and and duties, duties helping and duties the one helping me drive too. Yeah, like he's the one taking me out the parking lots and, and helping me learn how to parallel hey, park this and all this. It wasn't duty even my dad. Is like out here, he is. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even my dad. Duty, duty taught me how to drive. He taught me how to how to work out at the gym. Like yeah, man. <laughs> Like, the duty was my father. Anyway, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay. Going going back to, to cats and dogs. Uh-huh. I was having this conversation with a lovely young lady the other day. Okay. And I love to have the sort of relationships with people, and you know this, where I will call out hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. I don't like, and but I feel like that's for the betterment of all of us. Like I would love for someone to be like, "Hey, Earl, like you say this, but you're kind of being a hypocrite, or you're being a little inconsiderate, or not, not so consistent with some of your words and some of the things you're saying. Like you can't say this and do this at the same time. Uh-huh. That doesn't quite align. I would love for someone to do that because I, I always, I'm always looking for ways to get better. So, having said that, having a conversation with a lovely young lady, she says. As she opens up her phone and goes to her DMs on Instagram to show me a DM from a young man trying to shoot his shot. All right. Was it from wow. three point range or from the foul line? Uh, no. Nah, um, it was. It, here's the thing. What he said seemed like it was from the foul line. It okay. wasn't too wild. Okay. But the but the fact that this person was really saying anything. Ah. Was from the three was three point range. Ah, okay. Because it's like, where are you coming from? Like, was, I don't even really it, know it, you. Okay, I was gonna say, was it that it was random, or was he just out of his yeah, region? yeah? It's just I don't even know you like that. Like we, I think we may have shared a conversation two years ago. Oh, two wow. or three, two or three years ago, and then you're just jumping back in and shooting a shot. Uh, <laughs> so that might have been from the lock. That might have been yeah, from the parking yeah, lot. That might have been from the <laughs> now parking that, lot. Yeah, <laughs> now that I think about it. Um, so you know, said some things like, "Oh, you know, so so beautiful." You know, I hope that you know you have one of the most beautiful faces I've ever seen in my life. I hope that you know I can, and I'm sure you hear this all the time, but I hope that. I can put a smile on your face as, as I'm sure you've done for so many other people. Like it was, it was a little like Sound, it was, sounds like a cornball, brother. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a little cornballish, right? It wasn't the best game, and this is the point I'm getting at. It was it was a terrible game, right? And she decided she proceeded to laugh and make fun, and we picked oh, fun at it a little. God. We oh. we picked fun at it a little bit. We picked fun at it a little bit, oh, but shit. she but, but she double tapped it. She hearted it. <laughs> she See, acknowledged well, that on. she saw it. Hold on. She, go ahead. Because you know, you know, you know, niggas have mixed emotions about what those heart, what that heart means. That so, one thousand percent. That that's that's very true. Like mm. that could be, yeah, that could be a little uh, lenient. Yeah. Uh, it could be a little um, encouraging for sure. Yeah. yeah especially yeah, yeah, yeah. if she doesn't want that attention. You know. Right. What I'm for sure. Her reasoning for it was she thought that it would be rude to not acknowledge that this was said. I'm not going to say anything back to you. I'm not going to open this up. Or though, you know, seemingly to her, I'm yes. not going to open this up. But I'm just going to double tap this and say, hey, this is my way of saying thank you. Like, thank you for your kind words. We're done here, though. Because Should she I'm not have responding. not just said thank you? Like, just texted thank you? Um, 
Actually, I mean, that's that's definitely up for debate. I think that that's, yeah, that's a viable option. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, it's that like been, yeah. saying thank you and right. then double tapping the heart. Is say, yeah, saying thank you is saying thank you. Like, you feel like you don't have to double tap and give the yeah, heart to say thank like, you. Yeah. You know? Well, either way, it stopped there. It didn't go any further. Okay. So I guess so I guess he got the message. Ah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He took yeah, he took that L and walked with it. Okay. Um now I've also heard this lovely young lady have terrible game with someone else that she was yes. interested in. Yes. Okay. And say some things that I felt like, oh, well, that wasn't very well done either. Hornball sister. All right. Um. <laughs> so I said, hey, like I let's get these jokes off on this guy because he definitely deserves it. Like this is like a terrible way of going about it. But let's not skirt over the fact that you're just as bad, if not worse, <laughs> right. than him. And she was like, well, what do you mean? And then I brought up an instance and she thought, oh, wow. I never thought about how fucking ridiculous I sounded in this certain instance. Mm -hmm. That was terrible. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the link between the dogs and the cats and us men and women. This is where I'm going. I feel as though on a in a general scope men are far better at game and when i say game i want to make sure we understand what we're talking about i'm talking about the verbosity the verbosity of it i'm talking about the words i'm talking about the alluring with with the power of words and body language and tone right in in regards to the power of seduction. Okay. I think that men are better in a in a average general sense than the average woman because men have to be. We have to sharpen these skills. Yeah, we're generally in the order ones to find a mate. We're generally the ones that are courting anyways. Like we have you know what I'm saying? We're putting ourselves out there. So like exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I definitely wanted to talk like like hold it here for a second before I advance the conversation. Okay. So so you so you certainly agree. Yeah. We're the I, one, I could, we have yeah. to go. We ha we're usually ones that have to jump out of our comfort zone. Yeah. And, and make the advance. Normally. Right? Yes. Yeah. Normally. Yes. OK. OK. Um, yes. Normally women do it. Every now and again, right? When they feel up to it, when they feel like maybe something warrants it, it could be the drinks in them, it could just be the overall vibe they're feeling. It could be this this guy, this particular person is just that captivating to me. Where like I and he's not doing it, so like I I just got to do it, uh -huh. right? Yep. Have you seen many women try this, or spoken to many women about how they feel about approaching another person? Uh, I mean, I can't say that I've had. I'm sure that I've had a conversation about this somewhere in my life, but go ahead. <laughs> um, they're terrible. <laughs> they, t I've talked to many women about it and they're like, I don't One, a lot of times they're like, I don't really know when a guy's coming on to me like that. I've heard that a lot. 
Okay. Um, but but not so much. Usually, women have a decent idea when a guy's interested, but they'll say, "But if it's if it's up to me to either approach a guy off the rip, you know, in the in the initiation of it all, meeting him, or say we've already met, we've been talking for a little while, and it's up to me to make the move, whether it's the kiss or you know the initiation or proposal for sex, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do." And I think it's because women more so than doing the bagging give clearance for bagging. Right. I'm going to let you know by certain words, tone, body language, proximity. Right. That that you are now allowed to bag me. <laughs> you are allowed to speak to me a certain way. You are allowed to 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 break the barrier of touch. You are allowed to have sex with me, whatever it is. I'm, I'm going to let you know by a series of of um, signals that you are allowed to do these things. Right. But they don't usually get into their bag of spitting game, putting out the words, trying to be a smooth talker, trying to finagle their way into something. Right. That's not really their game. So. I think that the only reason that what I'm saying sounds a little weird to some people that may be listening right now, like, no, that's not true. Women are way better because they they can they can walk up to most guys, you know what I mean, and get their way with them. The only reason that that's the case is because it's written deeply within the male to sow to soil his oats. <laughs> there is a certain dogism in men, right? Yeah. Which is why I link it to, to dogs and cats. There's a certain dogism to go out and put their dick inside of things. <laughs> okay, to get out there and do this. And so there's a certain horniness and a certain um, unrestraint that comes with a lot of men. Which is another reason why when you were talking, when, when I was talking to you about women talking to me wildly and sexually harassing me <laughs> at my job as guests why you know some men can't understand that and they're just like oh man i would have took that and ran with it like oh yeah i'd have been all about that you know what i mean it's it's the same it's the same idea but i'm not talking about what men are willing to do simply because we're horny uncontrollable fucks i'm talking about real skill in wordplay and again body language seductive signaling and in that regard in a general sense, because men have to work on these things, I feel like they are better. But just like the cat, just like the feline, I feel like the best women, the best ones at seduction are far, very, very, very far better than the best men. Okay. Yeah. Now, now before I advance any further, we're just going to stick here for a second. All right. I want to talk about a couple moments where there were some women that, that tried some things, some, some, some words with me okay. and, and how great of a laugh I got out of it. Cause it was God fucking awful. Sheesh. Yeah, we're going to do this on here. Let's get some laughs in. Um, <laughs> one, let's start with yesterday. <laughs> let's 
start with yesterday at my job yet again, Keon. Yes, I'm bringing it back. Yes, you, again. You the nigga. You the nigga. No, wait, hold on. No, no, no. That's not what. That's not. That's not what. No, 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 no. That's not what we're doing here. That's not. That's not what we're doing here. And and to be honest, that is the issue, because when I did report this this instance to a woman that I'm working with, a coworker, she said, oh, Earl, it must be so difficult being so handsome. <laughs> and I'm like, OK, see, and that right there is the issue. That right there is the issue, because if the shoe were on the other foot, again, we would not be saying, Oh, you know, you have all these creepy ass guys drooling over you. Oh, it just must be so hard. It'd be like, no, that's a problem that we should probably yes. fix. <laughs> like that's a, that's an issue. Absolutely. I had another one say, "Oh, you know, you Earl, you always have the nasties coming after you." Like, hmm, what does that say? What, what does that say about you? The nasties. As, as the nasties coming after said, you. What is that? It says they know a young hundred when they see one. Right, like <laughs> they know a young hundred. They know they know a young one with themselves. They don't know a young one with themselves. No, they clearly they don't know that. that. Yeah, they know the hundred. They don't know the yeah. young one with themselves. Because if they knew that I was one with myself, yeah. they would know not to try these things. Right, right. So, the, so she's bringing that to my attention as though I, I mean, clearly I'm the common denominator. So clearly I am the problem. Mm. And in that I say, well, if there was a young college woman that told you she had been repetitively sexually harassed or raped would you say well what were you wearing what 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 dread what signaling were you giving off what dress were you wearing did you have red lipstick on how was your hair done what is a and you hate that shit and why do you hate that keon (laughs) because what does that have to do with like what does that have to do with anything (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like just be you know I like no women you know they should be able to wear the things that they want to wear and men yes. should be able to control their penises like that's you know what I'm saying yes yes exactly like you can feel whatever you want you can think whatever you want but that doesn't mean that you go when you act like a fucking heathen yeah like you know what I mean why is it so hard for men to just have some restraint in that aspect it, it's is what it's straight that's why i say heathen like just it's so caveman-esque yeah like to just go knock somebody over their head with your club and drag them away like that is like you are a caveman if that is what you're doing in the age 2020 like you're, you're still a caveman right you're, you're still living in bedrock you know what i mean so so i thought that was interesting but i'm just like okay that's interesting the way that you all are sort of framing this but okay whatever now, this this woman that I'm speaking of, um, this is a, a family style brunch. There are different courses coming out to the table one after another. We're done with the second course at the table. I am clearing all the dishes at this table so that I can get ready for the third course, the, the huge dessert smorgasbord that is about to arrive. All right. Beautiful, beautiful spread. A lady asked me. Upon clearing the plates, oh, what are, what are you doing? What are you? And I'm just like, oh, well, we have one more course. Like, I hope you made room. This is a marathon, not a sprint. I hope you made room. She said, oh, well, um, is there any dark, dark chocolate on the plate? Now, now, oh, now, man. okay, now listen. Now, this could be me thinking too deeply into it at the moment, just with this one thing said. So 
you know, I'm not thinking much of it. It's like, okay, whatever. But it's kind of the tone in which she said it kind of said a little something else. But I'm like, that's fine. I could just be overthinking this because of my past experiences. Like, I'm not going to I'm not going to take anything out of this. That's fine. Is there any dark chocolate on the plate? I said, I'm sure that they definitely they always throw in some sort of chocolatey decadent items onto the into the plate um, onto the plate. She said, oh, and then made because she had like a strapless dress on because this was a wedding party. So and you already know wedding parties, you know, they get a little loose. Right, right. Right. So she made the gesture as though she was moving these invisible straps off of her shoulder while saying this next line. Oh, because, you know, Earl, it's been quite a rough quarantine. It's been a little while. And her friends start laughing. I continue to just clear the plates without responding at all. (laughs) And she says, oh, yeah, so I'm going to need that dark chocolate, you know, just as long as I get some before the end of the night, of course. So now I'm not overthinking things. (laughs) Now it is what I thought it was. Right. And again, mind blown. I'm just, why? Just have some cooth. (laughs) have some class like who taught you this is the way to court someone and and again in in case people didn't understand the last time why this pisses me off i understand the intentions you're saying that you're interested in me to which you're thinking i should be glad and grateful about Mm -hmm. okay fine whatever but you're doing it in such a way there's there's really no respect involved here. Like you're you're disregarding respect, which is called disrespect. <laughs> so the fact that I feel as though I, I have an inkling that you wouldn't say this to me if you saw me out at a grocery store, or you wouldn't say this to me if you just saw me at a restaurant or sitting at a bar. Right. Right. It, it it leads me to believe that, again, you see me as well, I don't know. Ups- they might say it at the bar. I, well, well, that would that would make no sense for you. All right. So, ima- OK, so imagine I'm sitting at a bar and I'm having a drink. How is it that you can walk up to someone and say, oh, well, do you have some dark chocolate for me or just okay, think about okay, how okay, weird okay. I meant I meant. I meant more so the the advancement itself, not this, not the dark. No, you can part. you can ad, you can advance. I have no issue with someone advancing to it. I have no problem with someone trying to court me or say nice things. It's it, that's not the issue. Tr- shoot your shot. Shoot a shoot, baby. Shoot a shoot. Do your thing. But there's a way. There's there are rules to the game, though. In the same way that I can't walk up or it's unexpected or seen as inappropriate for me to address a woman upon initiation with, mm, so what you got for me? Oh, I like the way you shaped right there. Like, you can't, you can't just because I'm a man expect that you can come and say these things to me and I'm just supposed to take it with a Coke and a smile. A Coke and a fucking <laughs> smile. Like, when was the last time you heard that one? I don't that's fucking. You, that's that how you know is I'm old. old. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like that's absolutely fucking insane. So again, I feel like they wouldn't say that. Now, if if they came up and they found a better way to have conversation, and then maybe towards the end of the night they started to say, you know, with a little bit more intoxication in their system and a little bit more. Uh, 
fluidity in our conversation and comfort that has been arisen from that or bred from that conversation, I could see you maybe saying, you know, getting a little bit more, uh, a little bit more crazy with your words. You know what I mean? Okay. A little bit looser with things. Gotcha. I can see you saying that towards the end of the night, end of the bar night. You know what I mean? But again, for you to say that here while I'm working and you're sitting here in a dress with all your friends having a great time, it leads me to believe that you think that I'm supposed to be some overly compliant, like subservient being to you. And I'm just supposed to smile through this mask and just make a nice little joke and just allow you to talk to me however you want to. That's how I'm taking it, which is extremely disrespectful. That is some slave shit. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, we already on a plantation. (laughs) <laughs> like don't do like don't do this like don't don't do this right so it's I so I really don't fuck with that um so that's one instance another one that comes to mind and I sent this to the chat nigga when are you when again. are you gonna start writing your, your memoirs <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know because sometimes I think that I need to be older to do it like I need to wait until like my mid forties or fifties to do it because I'm like. I'll really be in my prime and really have a lot of experiences to take from. But then when I start speaking to people, I realize that I've lived quite a life. Right. (laughs) I just I forget about it sometimes because I'm the one living the life. (laughs) So it it is. Yeah, it is a little interesting to me. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) You stupid. You going to read them? Sure. Are you going to promote it? Yeah, definitely. Should I go under an alias or should I just do it as Earl Lonnie Hooks? I feel I like I would own it. I would own yeah, it. Yeah, I don't see you doing it under an alias. No. Yeah, I would definitely. I would definitely do it. Um, <laughs> someone, someone else told me our our, our friend the uh, <laughs> the L God. Okay. Oh man, <laughs> he, he's, <laughs> he's not gonna like that you said that. He's not gonna. No, but it's also a joke that he's in on, so it shouldn't really okay. matter too much, you know okay. what I mean? Because he because he painted that picture to me, saying, "Man, every time you guys talk about me, it seems like I'm the L god." So, um, so anyway, no, he wanted me to go under because he's he's talked to me about this for years about doing memoirs, right? Um, CC Tango. <laughs> why, why that? <laughs> um. Okay. Now I'm gonna say the I'm gonna say the reason why, and you. <laughs> And you're going to have something to say about it. So let's go. CC stands for chocolate cherry. (laughs) Chocolate cherry tango? Yes. What? This was made a long time ago. I, I I can almost assure you that this was conjured up in a an one of those are you a male stripper (laughs) i think it was something that was supposed to be you know a a symbol of of seduction which is why you brought up stripping that's not off the top of your head it was supposed to be a symbol of yeah so you you know dorian gray gets to be dorian gray from 50 shades of gray but for some reason i have to be cc tango yeah (laughs) but um yeah 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 chocolate cherry tango Okay. Would be, would be the alien. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And needless to say, it'll, yeah, if I do this, if I do this, especially now, it'll it'll be Erlani Hooks. Now, going back, I put this in the chat a long time ago because I wanted all my friends to be able to laugh along with me at the at the expense of this person. <laughs> um, 
beautiful black queen that I was seeing. I don't know how many years ago this was. It may have been like, like two years ago or something like that. Maybe like a year ago. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. What does matter is that we'd probably seen each other once or twice. A lot of intimacy had. Um, it was, it was, it was definitely good. It was definitely good sex. All right. Good, good sex was definitely had. Um, she used to have, or probably still does, have some family down in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. On her way back from a North Carolina drive, she decided to text me. In this text message, read something along the lines of, "Hey, I'm on my way back from seeing my family, and." I was just listening to some Drake in my car and I started to catch the feels and I started to feel the vibes. And whilst catching the feels and feeling the vibes, I thought it would be really nice to to have a boo Mm. and not just any boo, but you as my boo. And so I was wondering if you could be that boo. And when I say boo, I don't mean anything too serious. Like we wouldn't be boyfriend and girlfriend and we wouldn't just be fuck buddies, but we'd be somewhere in between. Some someone where we could we could have a good time with each other and explore things sexually, but also be able to you know, be there mentally with one another and and emotionally. That just and sounds like a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what For that sounds sure. like. Like it most certainly does. Like what it it most certainly does. Like isn't that what you're doing in a in a monogamous yeah, relationship? Because like, I'm pretty now. I don't now. I don't know if she. I, I forget because it was a long time ago. If she had spoken about the exclusivity part or not. I don't think that she touched on the exclusivity part. Okay. So I think that that's what it would have you know. Di- uh, you know, distinguished it from a monogamous relationship. Stuff like that never goes the way that people expect it to, though. No, it yeah, it does for a little while until you continue to listen to Drake in your car and continue to catch the feels in the right. box. <laughs> right. right, yeah, and then, like, and then you, you can, start... If you can catch the ahead. feels off of a Drake song, you don't think that those feelings can be, you know, can can be more intense, you know, as time <laughs> goes along? Right, for sure. Like, we, we've hung out twice, you know what I mean? One time was just like like a movie. The other time was i believe uh, you know a movie a massage and sex right you know what i mean and, and then now on the way Hold back on. from north carolina the, what did you give the massage indeed okay. well no it was actually it was i started the massage okay yes. okay i just didn't know if you guys went and got massages no 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 no, no <laughs> okay no, no. all right all right yeah yeah um so i immediately screenshotted that and sent that to the group to the group text Reason being, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny for, you know, a couple different reasons. One, that you're asking this at this juncture of us knowing each other. Uh-huh. And two, the way in which you're asking. And one of the very first things I remember RJ said this. He was like, bruh, this shit would never fly if it was a dude. Like, if this, if there was a dude that said this corny ass shit and sent it, this, this would be the same thing happening. Like there would be a screenshot taken, it'd be sent to her girls, and they'd be laughing about it. <laughs> the only re- now the only reason that this was even happening is because again I'm me and I'm I'm treating it 
that way. Like, wow, this is really the best that you had. Like, this is the way that you decided to propose this idea that you want. Because to me, I'm reading into it and I think it's funny because I'm analyzing it. Uh-huh. But again, needless to say, there'd be plenty of men that would have took that and planted that flag proudly. Oh, yeah. Like what? Yeah. Boo. For sure. Whatever it takes you to come through. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't give Nigga, a damn. That sounds like, so you, desperate. <laughs> like whatever it is you want to. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Just come through. What, I don't, whatever I don't care. it yeah. takes for you to come in here in my room and take off your clothes. Yeah. That's yeah. What call, yeah. Yeah. Call yourself that. I don't give a fuck. What like, the get fuck? <laughs> but that's but that's the way it is. Like, it's, it's in, again, the, the dogism in men, bro. Wow. Like it's like that. Um, okay. So I thought that was hilarious. Again, needless to say, that that was where that ended. I, I stopped speaking to that person because I, I had no desire to be that person's boo. Right. <laughs> so so we stopped that there. Did you just not respond to that? Like Um I Or, think or did you that, just say no thank you? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I gave like a, a gray area sort of answer. I don't think I really gave a concrete answer to that. Or did, you, or kinda, did you did you do one of those things where you sent like a paragraph long text full of nothing but large words that no one? Oh, could so you know what's really <laughs> that's really that's really really funny that's really really funny that shit is a defense mechanism like what the fuck <laughs> uh, I don't really want to do this right now so I'm just going to send a bunch of words from the dictionary <laughs> and that'll throw them off and they won't want to say anything back to that <laughs> oh I may have done that. <laughs> um, I, there's a there's a really great chance that I did that. So you know, throw them off. They don't really know how to respond or what or what exactly in that message to respond to. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I mean, there's a there's a good chance that I did that. Um, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> that's such a great judo move. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so so I may have done that. Um, that is or, that or, is an elbow to the face. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, or I may have just hit them with the slow fade. Right. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know what the slow fade is, it is uh, once you have in your mind decreed that you are no longer willing to give any person your time of day. Every time they, you know, try to have a conversation with you, you just have a little bit fewer and fewer words in response to them. Is that not ghosting? Well, I guess no. Ghosting uh, is like more. Yeah, like ghosting right is just there. gone. Okay, okay, okay. Like gone. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That that's that's the quick fade. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> that's catching. That's catching a quick fade. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I I am I am slowly fading away. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like fucking like Spider Man and the rest of them in the Avengers. Like I I don't feel too good. <laughs> just, just slowly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just slowly dissipating into the wind. Um, so that's 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 the other one that I had. But there are many, many, many other issues or moments where women just had terrible game. And clearly not to say everybody that men that I can't give you a slew of terrible proposals from men. 
right, to try to get with women. We, right. I think we, I mean, we've done that through many, many episodes. We've talked about that. We've gone yeah. through incels yeah. and all that. Like we're we're acknowledging that as well. The last bit of advancement for this conversation, and this is a qualifier for everything that I've been trying to say here. The best women in the art of seduction and the best men, I started thinking about who those might be and what sort of skills that you might need, the sort of characteristics that go into seduction. Started thinking about, again, words, body language, the look of an eye, expressions, you know, the licking of lips, the crossing of legs, the, just all different sorts of stuff like this. Sometimes, the square, I was gonna huh. say, sometimes it could even just be a smile. Sometimes it could just, yeah, just a real slight smile, just just a quick look up at the eyes and then a look away. Yeah. And then and then a look back at you like, oh, okay, oh, hey, what are we doing here? A, sl- a slight giggle as they look away. Uh-huh, you know what I mean? You put your, you, you know, you, I make a joke, the joke wasn't that funny, you slap my knee, whoa. Yep. You just put your hand on my shoulder as yeah. I told her, like, whoa, what are we doing here? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's 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 the it's the signaling, right? Yeah, like, so okay. No, go, go, ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Please, please. No, please. I was I was just gonna say, like, if a if a woman like if a woman if you're having a conversation with a woman and and she takes it upon herself to touch you with her mm. hands, <laughs> it's just like it doesn't necessarily mean that you have the absolute green light, but she is at least comfortable with this situation that's happening right now. Yes. She's comfortable yes. with what conversation is being had at the moment. She's she's warming up to you. Yes. There is there may be some potential for There's you. There's hope. There is hope. There we go. There is hope. Yes. There's a glimmer. Yes. There, yes, there is a there is a glimmer, a glint in her eye, if will, but that does not mean jump off the high right, diving board. Right, 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 right. <laughs> okay, just relax, stay yeah, in like, the shallow if, end if for she, a second. If she touches your shoulder, you don't touch her thigh. Don't do that. <laughs> oh don't, my god, don't do that. That is, I'm so glad you said <laughs> that because when you said that, that is wild to me. Like, it is, but you, you, know, but you don't right, think niggas out here people, doing it? No, no. That's why I'm so glad that you brought that up because to me it sounds wild. But someone else may have thought, oh, she touched my shoulder. Okay, open them up. <laughs> like, like, just nasty. <laughs> like, all right, it's clubbing time. Like, you're just nasty. Just like, just nasty. Okay. I would like to speak about what I know as the, mo- the world's most successful pimp in the world's most successful madame. Gator don't take no shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Will Ferrell playing a pimp was fucking hilarious, bro. Gator don't take no shit. (laughs) (laughs) And who is this woman like Eva Mendez? Yeah. Yeah, Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. She's She's so beautiful. Oh man. Oh, my Gator don't take no shit. <laughs> Yo, accident- <laughs> accidentally getting into the pimp game is hilarious. Isn't that wild? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Just inadvertently becoming a pimp. Like, Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, we have Robert Maupin, also known as... I'm about to say, that gotta be an alias. That, don't sound, oh, that sounds crazy no. as fuck. Ro- Robert <laughs> Maupin, also known as... Iceberg Slim. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. I you had heard that of him? ass backwards. Yeah, definitely. 
Yes. Okay. Oh, definitely. <laughs> what you heard about Iceberg Slim? What you know? Well, no, I just know the whole, you know, just the whole pimp persona, the story. Like, you know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> Man out of Chicago. Um, his his I believe his his father left them when they were young, abandoned abandoned them as a bunch Tragic. of fuck niggas do. Yeah, for sure. But the mother was a real one, as a lot of them are. And, you know, raised him, worked super, super hard, put him into college. He went to he went to Tuskegee in um, in Alabama. Okay. got yeah, got higher, higher education, learning, all that. But he came out and in his mother's salon, he used to see a lot of pimps bringing their women in there to get done up. Uh huh. And he just became really, really enthralled with this lifestyle, just seeing all the glitz and the glamour of of pimp life, Uh right? He started pimping at the age of 18. Sheesh. Now. Veteran. Bruh. Now, again, the, the reason I bring this into play is because to be a pimp, you would have to assume that you have to have, like, some powers of subduction, of, of... of captivation. Right. Right? You know what I mean? Like you have to you have to convince women to come and sell sex for you and give them most of the money in in you know exchange for quote unquote protection and you know, a lifestyle, a place to live, and you know they're gonna pay for you to get your nails done and your hair done. All these eccentricities, you know what I mean? So yeah, Iceberg Slim, eighteen to age forty-two, he pimped. Damn, it's a long Hell time yeah. to be pimping, bro. We might have right? Name, we have to make. We might have to name this joint pimping ain't easy. Pimp, yo, it. Pimping ain't easy. It ain't. There's no way, bro. Anybody that says it's, it's easy, there ain't no. They didn't pimp. They wasn't pimping at least at this level, right? Iceberg Slim had over 400 women work for him in that span of time. Wow. Over, bro. Can you even conceptualize? Like, can you fathom that? He had over. And from ages 18 to 42, he had over 400 women selling sex every night for him. When he, when he, you know, he couldn't just use his smooth talking that I'm talking about, that this is all underlying tone for. He used to beat them with wire hangers. Ouch. That was how he got them to do the things that he wanted to outside of his, his charisma. And his smooth talking, right? Right. But, but that's just, but that's just insane. Ended up, you know, getting caught, going to jail, doing some time. Uh, got out, wrote a book, blah blah blah. All yeah, stuff like that. It's a int- very very interesting story. Iceberg Slim has. But Did you he read the is book? the best. I didn't read the book. Okay. I didn't read the book. Yeah, this was all just articles and stuff like that that I've been picking apart. But I should definitely get that book though. That is. The most successful pimp. Okay? Sounds like it. Now, let's talk about the most successful madam. (laughs) We're talking about Ferdinand Grudit, I believe her name is. We're out in France now. Yeah, we're in Paris. We're in 
We're in Paris. Yeah, because I mean, because Chicago right there. We're in Paris now. OK, well, things are a little bit different. People have a little bit different, you know, sort of uh, what would you say? Expectations for for these sorts of things that they're about to have. The sex, the the time spent their, um What do you call them? The people that that go out with you. What do they call the the um, they're not you wouldn't say prostitutes necessarily, but escorts. OK. Right. A completely different level of expectations for escorts. Now, she was in the 1950s, 1970s doing this. She ran the most profitable and classy, successful brothel in the world. Right. She had in that time over 200 and they were called grudettes. Right. Or, or I'm sorry, Claudette's Claudette's because she went by Madame Claude. OK. Right. So that is her alias. She had over 200 Claudette's work for her. So it's less if we're if we're looking at the stats here between her and Iceberg Slim. It's less. But what do you think that means? You know where I'm going. They were much better. OK. They were much better quality. OK. We talk about she this shit like, w- talking about women like they're a product here. Well, we'll we're, talk, we're, we're talking about prostitution. Yeah, we're talking about the selling of sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. but here but here's the thing: the difference over here with Madame Claude is there were women rushing to try to be Claudettes ah. because they were raised to a certain esteem where your parties, if you were, because there were so many higher up, so many. In the aristocracy that would hire Claudettes to come to their their parties, their balls, because if they you didn't have a few Claudettes there, that play that wasn't shit. Damn. What do we what are we doing here if y'all don't have some Claudettes in here? They had most of them were models or like or past model, you know, failed models and stuff like that. So they all had to be like model looking, very tall, slim. Um you know, she would she would teach them how to walk, how to talk to people. Again, the the glances, the expressions. She would buy them all the most expensive, you know, clothing and things like that. She would make them move from flat, for, well, like a flat, you know, like a house over there in the UK. Like yeah, she yeah, would yeah. make them move flats if she would go and inspect it, and it wasn't high class enough for her. Jeez. She she want they had to be like princesses. They had to be divas. Right. This is a completely different thing from pimping in Chicago. Right. 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 So they, this was a different thing. So you had people like is reported that JFK did some business with them. I'm, I'm not surprised Th- that they're yeah, that they were like princes out in Saudi Arabia and things like that doing, you know, government officials, CIA, you know, bringing in, you know, hiring Claudettes for morale boosting. It was it was like that. Uh, Marlon Brando, actors, actresses, like people were coming to her trying to get Claudette's. Now, she had about 50 favorites out of her 200. Wouldn't get in bed for less than 10,000 a night. Mm. Mm. This is different. We're talking about the night. We're talking about 1950s through 1970s. We're talking about ten thousand dollars a night. The money's different back then. Yeah, that's probably that's a weight. That's wow. What's that now? Probably like a hundred. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> even know. I don't even know currency like that. <laughs> but it was a. That's a lot of money now, and it was much more money back then. Right. You know what I mean? 
That's insane. So again, I'm I'm just thinking about the cats and the dogs, us lay men and women and how we interact with one another. And I'm thinking about the best at it, the best at the art of seduction in the selling of these expressions, right? In these signalings. And I'm thinking about Iceberg Slim in Chicago doing his thing as a pimp. Which, by the way, I don't. We don't condone. <laughs> I'm not having this conversation saying that. Yeah, go be pimps. I'm not saying that, but it's pimping, pimping. But looking at this guy and what he did, and then comparing it over to Madame Claude in Paris, she she ran a brothel in in an actual spot. Like it was, she had a building for it, but a lot of it was through uh, like a telephone system. Mm-hmm. She the the term call girl originated with her business. Oh wow. She yeah, Fun she coined that phrase. Right. Call girl came from Madame Claude in Paris and what she, how she was running her business. Message. You know what I'm saying? So it's just I'm just looking at the best women do it and the best man and that's what I use as my qualifier to my entire uh conversation here. Yeah, I you really, you really brought that back around. <laughs> <laughs> I just need people to bear with me. I just, I just, just let me walk you through it. We're gonna get to the mountaintop. I promise. Wow. I promise. Yeah. So that's, so that's what I had there. <laughs> All right. Just a little tidbit for the people. Um. Nothing. I was, nothing too pertinent. I was, I was doing something the other day that I really enjoy. This is me transitioning into a different subject, by the way. Do it. Um. I was doing something the other day that. Something that, you know, pleasures me, something that I really enjoy doing. Um, I always find myself, whether I'm going or not, and I've probably spoken about this or not, I'm always looking up vacations. I'm always looking up the best places to be, the hottest places in the world right now. And and Um, the cheapest ways to get there. And the cheapest ways (laughs) to get there. Because I do this. If you want to know how to get somewhere and how to get there for the low, you call me. All right? Um... But no, it made me think about you and your solo trip to Charlotte. And I know that you had one of our recent Instagram posts or something. I think you you said something about your solo trip to Charlotte. Oh, man, I loved it. Um, yes. But I was wondering, like, when did, when are we going to get another one? What's up with that? Like, oh, I know for me. Yeah. Um, I don't really feel I don't know if I should do it during the pandemic. OK, OK, OK. And I figured, yeah. I figured that that might be something that you say. But um, I was curious because I know that you don't travel a ton outside of your like your family trip to VA Beach. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, man, like when you know, I was I was happy to see you getting out there and doing something like that. No, that yeah, it was a, it was an amazing time and it, it was liberating because so many people when I got back like they didn't understand what I was talking about when I said, yeah, just I I had about four days off of work and. Which I which I always have now. So I had four days off of work. I, I got in the car, packed up a bunch of stuff. I got gas. I got my little snacks, and I drove. And I didn't even I didn't even book my hotel until like that morning that I, I got out. Like you, I forgot what the what the hotel um, app is. But yeah, I booked my hotel it's like day day. Paying paying yeah. last minute prices. I mean, I had, I had, you know, I mean, you know, I had it like that. It's whatever, you know what I mean. So, so I, I, I paid, I paid for it. I drove down there, and yeah, again, it was just liberating, just, just getting in a car and hitting the road, 
just going. You, had, I have no plans. I had no itinerary. I was like, I'm going to get down there and I'm going to see what's up. And it was fucking awesome. I mean, I like I so the post on Instagram was me at the Mint Museum, which was awesome. If anybody, you know, lived down in Charlottesville, you know what I'm talking about. If you're going down there, definitely. Charlotte, Charlotte. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Charlotte, North Carolina. Exactly. If you're going down to Charlotte, definitely go down to the Mint Museum. A lot of beautiful stuff in there. Uh, a lot of thought provoking things if you're into art. Um, yeah, so that that was great. Uh, a lot of great food. Uh, saw some movies down there by myself. I one of the funniest things I did was this nigga just, went to Charlotte and went to the movies. I did. I just went to the movies by myself. I, I saw um, what was it that uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that okay. Quentin Tarantino movie with Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. Right, it was an awesome right. movie, by the way. If you haven't seen that movie, that I I would. It's, it's weird as Quentin Tarantino movies are right. and you don't quite get the gist of them. It's sort of like a day in the life or a few days in the life of some people but it's just like it's, it's entertaining and it gets wildly entertaining at the like the last 30 minutes of it which is awesome. Right. Um, anyway, but yeah, I went down there uh, got on Tinder uh, matched with a chick. <laughs> she was from Seattle and she was just in town for like a few days so we decided we'd do some things together. So we had breakfast together at a nice little mom and pop shop. We went to the mall and got a bunch of souvenirs and stuff that we knew some people wanted. Got those, got those, <laughs> cam, those kids when I got the Cam Newton socks for right, Mikey. Right. You know what I mean? And and then after that, we went to Dave and Buster's, ran around, played there, had some drinks, great old time. And then after that, whatever, whatever happened. <laughs> no need to really get into that. You know what it is. Um, But yeah, like I just went down there and just, just, Ran around for three days, you know what I mean? It just did a bunch of different stuff. Ooh. The NASCAR, the NASCAR museum is is really cool. Ooh. I would definitely tell people to go to the NASCAR museum. I'm not even in the NASCAR. Uh, but definitely go to the NASCAR museum. It just shows you the whole just just the evolution of NASCAR is crazy. Like the way like cars used to be. Right. <laughs> just how fucking dangerous those humps and jumps <laughs> were and what it is now. Oh my gosh. But yeah, so that's cool. But yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm I'm gonna do it again. I, I guess Everybody has their their precautions in right. every state. So I guess as long as I had all my sanitizer and my masks and things of such right, so I could right. go. But yeah, I don't know. I would have to do a lot of research. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I'd have um, to do a lot of research. So I know that you're already into this, um, but me and Antoinette, we're finally coming around. Um, we're going to start investing in some camping stuff. We're going to get ourselves a tent. Um, mm. We're going to get some, uh, you know, just... We're gonna get out here, you know. We we've been getting real outdoorsy as of late, um, so we're 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 gonna do some investing and try to get out here and do some camping under the stars. Um, and coming up soon. Okay. Um. What has you thinking this fall? I, I don't know. I, I mean, may, well, yeah. Okay. I think she wants to do something like this because fall. if it's not this fall, you ain't going in the wintertime. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Nah, we ain't about to be out here uh, like Leo, uh, Leonardo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Revenant. That yeah. was a good movie too. Hell yeah! <laughs> but anyway, okay. So why why the jump? Why the jump? I mean, I mean, I I kind of get it. Like you kind of got your sea legs, no yeah. pun intended, with fishing and then going into hiking a little bit here and there. So I guess maybe that that sort of encouraged you to get. Yeah, out I and think do it. I think that's pretty much what what it stems from. To be honest with you, it's just mm-hmm. what we've been doing. So well, also her um. Her parents just brought bought some land out um out in VA. Um, it's just kind of okay. a plot of land that's near. Uh, you ever, you ever been to Lake Anna? 
Um, no, right. I haven't. Well, I've heard a lot of the good things about it, though. Yeah, it's like down that way in like southern Virginia, but they just bought a plot of land. And we were just thinking about, you know, getting some stuff and probably just going out there, you know, probably building up a little fire pit on the land and shit and, you know, just okay. camping out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, listen. Yeah. Like I said, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> hit me up. Let me know what's going on. Um, I will. So I don't have to sleep in the same tent with you. I will. I will. <laughs> I'll finagle my own way. I'll facilitate yeah. my own sleeping quarters. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, nah, I'd love to do something like that. That's that's dope. Yeah. Uh, and it's and like I said, it's the best time of year. What it's in, just in fall? it's it's yeah, it's just oh, okay, beautiful, okay. man. It's so nice. Uh, you can get a nice like day in the mid six, you know, a couple days in the sixties. Right. You know what I mean? Oh man, yeah, it's gonna be beautiful out there. Absolutely. Um, something I feel like has to be said. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we can't, I don't think we can really just not address this. Okay. A thousand prayers to the family and friends of Breonna Taylor. Oh, okay. I didn't know what you was about to say. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I mean, um, you saw, like, you saw the, how, you know, how that shit ended, right? I mean, I'm yes, sure you I heard of it. You mean, you mean as far as the, I mean, the hearing, like the court hearing. Like, yeah, like how they yeah. indicted that one officer for that bullshit. For for endangering the apartment next, the adjacent apartment. Right, like that is just some yes. bullshit. Yeah, and then, and then, yeah, the signs going around that, oh, he got, you know, he got indicted for the bullets that missed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that, that is a, that is a very powerful statement. Right. Um, uh, you know, I mean, what? It, where's your mind been? Like, what? Where's your mental state been at while ingesting all of this information that's been going on? Um, what sort of talks? What sort of talks are you having with people? I mean, I do a lot of talking. Um, you know, obviously with Antoinette about it. Um, I, you know, I have conversations with people at work about it. Um, it's just so, so. I just feel like the powers that be are working so hard, just going out of their way to do the wrong thing. I just feel like, Mm. I just feel like what, what happened is so, I feel like it's so clear, you know, right? like a certain thing happened and it's just, you know, the police are continuously not being held accountable for their actions. Like how many times can you allow these people to just get away with murder. Like, weren't they at the wrong, like, wasn't that, like. They they went in, they went in for a, they were supposed to be raiding. Right. The quarters, I believe. Right. Um, shot through the glass, the glass door. Right. Um, and again, just, you know, killed someone that had nothing to do with anything that right. they were, you know, looking for. Cause like, I'm all, I'm over here thinking like, if someone starts, you know, someone. If it sounds like someone's breaking into my home, I'm going to get my my pistol ready as well. Well, and and that's what happened. Yeah. So the yeah yeah. So the boyfriend took some shots. Yeah yeah yeah. So that's yeah. So that's what happened. But it's, you know, but all of this aside, you, this this is something that the judicial system can. We just can't afford. I, I don't know how many times we have to have this conversation of things that we cannot afford to do or not do. Right. But do, what do you think 
happens when you give an honest gesture to the people that we don't care like that like how else is it supposed to come off aside from we don't really care what you're talking about we don't care what's going on and they wonder we're we're not heeding your words we're not heeding your protest like no we're not going to indict this person like no like we don't really care yeah yeah I understand she was shot and she was killed sorry like what what like what are we supposed to take away from that? And they wonder not why just, not we're just riot. as black like people, but just yeah, as people. Like what are you saying to us? What is that supposed to say? Are we supposed to now trust? Are we supposed to continue to trust the system? Right. Like how like how does how is that supposed to work? How how do you think that we're supposed to continue to to foster loyalty to the system? That is clearly disregarding the value of a life. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> Dog, you know, sometimes I think back to that that altercation that happened when we went out for your birthday. And I just think about how wrong that could have went. You know? Hmm. The altercation for my birthday. Were we in D.C.? Yes, we were in D.C. We were walking to okay. Ben's Chili Bowl. Y- yes. Okay. I yes, think yes, a lot yes, about. Yes, yes. I think a lot about that. Like how how that could have went wrong. Because like because yeah. them them those you know what I'm saying those those policemen they were you know they they were on yeah, edge. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was definitely on edge. Yeah, they they, that, they were they, definitely. That nigga was mad. He was yeah. Mad. He, was, <laughs> he was definitely a little aggravated. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 so was our party. So that wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we, were, I mean, we we're a little like, yo, like, I, I get it, bro. But relax. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get it. P- like, pissing in public, get it, <laughs> understood. <laughs> but like, re- take your hand off your hip, right? <laughs> like, relax, relax, re fucking relax. Yeah. Um, you're right. No, there are many instances where, depending upon, yeah, like, depending upon, you know, certain factors, things could have gone quite differently. Um. Yeah, that's definitely something to think about. It's yeah. something to ponder I, on. You know, man. But nah, um, yeah, shout you a know, th- a, a, thousand thousand, a thousand prayers. To, a thousand prayers. To anyone that's been in that situation or has a family member that's been in that situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's tough out here, man. Like, people are out here rioting and, and, and looting and shit because we're fucking tired. Tired. There was there, there was an autistic uh, gentleman that was shot 11 I heard, times. I heard about in, that. In, in Salt Lake City, yeah, I heard few, about that. Few years ago. Yeah, and those videos are all on YouTube as well. Wasn't uh, was he was he a white guy? Was he a white guy yeah. or a black? Okay, it was you a know? white. It was a white guy. And it's just like you know, hey, white people, like y'all should be mad about this shit too. It's not just yeah, about it, black people. Yeah, no, you know what I'm yeah, saying? No, <laughs> like y'all should be mad about this shit. Just yeah, like they, just like black people are mad about all these black people getting killed. Y'all should be pissed about this shit, bro. Bro, eleven shots is wild. Yeah. Like, Eleven God shots for this for this autistic kid running away from you all. Like now, he was said by I believe the mother that you know he may be that he may have a a prop gun or something like that. So and and they you know they told her on the phone. Well, listen, we, we have to take it seriously, right? Re- you know, regardless. And 
you know, they, they were running after him. You see on the videos, because I watched it, like they're chasing him down alleys, chasing him down the street, and they just tell him, stop, stop running. And as soon as he stops, you know, they just start firing off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it was, it was pretty crazy. I don't know if he if he had his hands in his pockets or whatever. It's kind of hard to tell, but the, yeah, they, they started. But there was no there was no weapon that came to be, though, is right. the point. <laughs> there was no weapon that came to be, and they just started firing off on him. Shit's yeah. crazy out here, man. Yeah, I think and I think he's in the hospital in critical condition and probably will never walk again. But oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely yeah, man. That's 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 the way it should be. It's it's really interesting, man. Um just I I told you that when it came to this podcast that trust is important. Right. As it is in all relationships. It is the foundation. Without that, as cliche as it is, it all crumbles. And that I wanted to gain the trust of people. And in doing that, we needed to be consistent with how we were, how often we were going to be releasing content and exactly when we were going to be doing it. Right. So that people could know you can come here, you know, Sundays on Apple or Mondays on Spotify. You will you will be getting a new pod every week. I guarantee it. I stand by it. <laughs> right? It's Frank um, Lucas. If you, if you know, you know. <laughs> you know, you know. So I've just been thinking about people doing things in such a way, whether it's just a, a singular person or it's an entire, it's a corporation or it's some large entity doing something and expecting the people that they have a relationship with on the other side to continue to, like I said, nourish some sort of loyalty that clearly shouldn't be there because you're not showing me the respect that would warrant that nourishment. And so I'm thinking about, you know, this shooting and that shooting and all the shootings and, and I'm thinking about our podcast and I'm thinking about the lies that I hear people tell people on, you know, on a frequent basis. I'm thinking about the fact that I just let go of a friend, um, uh, our our incel friend that just moved to Florida recently. Gotcha. Yes. Uh, yeah. Too many lies. That mm. loyalty can no longer be cultivated. Yeah. Mm. Just, just so, just so many lies and lies about things that don't fucking matter. Yeah. Just for no reason, huh? Yeah, just a lot of lies. This man told me, I was like, hey, man, what's, how you doing down there? What's going on? Oh, you know, just working just working on my mental health, man, working on my mental health. I'm like, okay, well, that's a really vague statement. Tell me how, you, how you're doing that. He said, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to the gym. I'm working out a lot, you know, trying to go at least three, four times a week, you know, and, that, and that's helping me physically, which is in turn helping me emotion, you know, emotionally, you know, the way I look at myself. And I'm like, oh, that's great, man. I'm really glad to hear that. Right. I'm like, you, you know, anything else you got going on? And then that's when the line started. So here's the thing. <laughs> You could have just ended with, nah, you know, I'm trying to find other ways. But like right now, that's my thing. That is that is more than OK, because any steps, it, it, are, you know, is, is a step towards progression. OK, it, it, it doesn't matter how small, how big, whatever it is, like any step is a step. That's awesome. I'm happy for you. You don't have to continue and lie. So when I say, oh, you got anything else going on in that regard? And then he goes on to say, oh, you know, definitely, uh, you know, definitely cracking open some books. Ooh. I'm like, all right, because, again, I'm asking the question. So he probably feels like in which I've gotten a lot from people that he has to appeal to me. 
appease me in my way of looking at things, which is just not the truth. So I'm like, oh, what book you reading? Oh, you know, I'm reading this one right now. Uh, it's um, it's about uh, you know, the the, the 1700s and you know the, Was the this 1800s. On the phone? Yes. Okay. Se- it's on Facetime. We're, I'm okay. looking at okay. him, so okay. I'm looking okay. at him. Lie to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know the oh, the 1700s. You know the the, the 1800s. You know uh, you know Egyptian Egyptian artifacts, and you know the way you know who used to have them, and you know who may have them now, and you know what? Uh, and I'm just like. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking? What are you saying to me right now? Like, you don't know the title of the book? Oh, no, nah, like I, like I, I know the title is just, it's just eluding me at the moment. You know what I mean? But that, but that's what it's about. Uh, you know, this, also this, got, this nigga also sound got, like he reading a textbook in school. <laughs> <laughs> but, but got, but got no real facts to give me. Right. It's just a bunch of words. It's a big smoke screen. Right. Right. And then, oh, you know, you know, I got the, I got the King James Bible. You know, so I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to crack that open. I'm saying, oh, so you said you, you, you cracking books open, so you haven't cracked that open yet. Oh, nah, you know, uh, but I got this other book. I got this other book, uh, uh, I forget the name of that, but I but I got this other one too. And I'm just like, all right, man. Like that's fine. Like that that's that's fine. We continue <laughs> to go on, and he asked me, which is a very opportune time because I've been thinking about it, why he feels like we're still friends. And mm. I tell him, you know what, man, I'm so glad that you asked me that question. <laughs> Cause I've been thinking about it too. Mm. And then I went on to tell him that I feel like he answers all my questions very vaguely. They're all very surface statements. He never really gets too in depth about anything. And when he does, they start to become like lies and half truths and things like that. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm telling him about this stuff. And I'm saying to him, bro, I don't speak for the sake of speaking. Like when I talk to someone, when I give someone my time, I I would just I would like to think that I deserve someone's undivided attention and and that I deserve you to to think, to take in the things that I'm saying, think about them and give me accurate responses. You know what I mean? Right. Um and he would just just not do that. He would just speak all over the place, like I said, and just just tell mad lies. Trying to say a bunch of stuff he thinks you want to hear and shit. Yeah, he. This man told me I'm being just like you, Earl. I'm doing yeah. I'm doing things that you like. <laughs> Following in your footsteps. So the thing is, is there there are a couple of people in in this in this quick story I'm about to say. So. We have Stefani, which I've talked about a long time ago. We don't have to get into that. So we, Stefani, which is like his girl, like his homie, uh-huh. right from from up here. Um, big big party goer, loves to have a good time, loves to do some drugs, some drinks, sleep around. Like that's her vibe. Was she the one blacking yeah. out? She was not the one blacking out. Okay. <laughs> Although I it wouldn't it wouldn't you know surprise me at all because she loves to mix alcohol and ketamine. <laughs> so. Oh. <laughs> so wild, right? What I remember, a, I, was, I, remember I was so astonished when here. someone I, I was so astonished the very first time I heard that people were taking tranquilizer. Like I, I when I heard that I was I remember it was like years ago. I was so I was like, wow, like people get their hands on that and like <laughs> like I just I know like I got nigga, the weed plug. Nigga, like niggas, I know <laughs> niggas gotta connect with the vet. 
Like, yeah, right. Like, where are y'all getting this from? Like, I don't even know where to get tranquilizer from. Like, what are you talking about? The, the word anyway. tranquilizer just sounds like something I shouldn't be putting in my body. Well, well, well. Maybe they're just shortening it all the way to tranquil, no. <laughs> which sounds like something that you want in your life. No. <laughs> Tranquility. No. <laughs> no, you don't want tranquility? I do, but I don't associate it with tranquilizer. I can find tranquility in many other ways. <laughs> so so he's just like, Stefani called me the other day. And by the way, this is what really pissed me off about this, uh, this particular lie, was it came off of the end of me telling him how much I feel like he lies and tells half-truths, okay. to which he did have a real moment and say, well, you know what, I've been hurt a lot in the past by people that take advantage of me, and I feel like I don't have that vulnerability so much anymore, and I'm trying to work towards it. And I said, you know what, that's a real-ass answer. I'll take that. Hats off to you for that. Okay. I, li- I like the acknowledgement. Right after that, he goes on, yeah, so Stefani called me the other day, and, you know, she's upset. She's upset at me. You know, she, she sends a screenshot from her friend her friend, uh, I'll say, Anna Marie. Anna Marie is a friend of Stefani's. Uh, this guy we're talking about, his name is Eddie, right? Eddie guy in Florida I'm talking about. We're going to call him Eddie. All right. I'll tell you why I named him Eddie, too, after this. Okay. <laughs> now, Eddie has just spoken to Anna Marie on Facebook a couple of days ago. She lives here. He lives in Florida. They've never had a real conversation, never had any real relationship built. But he decided to hit her up on Facebook and say, hey, beautiful. What's up? Now, how is she supposed to take this? How is she supposed to interpret that message? Uh, It's just it's it's him shooting his shot with not much context. Okay. Exactly. So she immediately takes a screenshot of that, sends it over to Stefani, says, hey, what's your boy doing? (laughs) I thought that you told him the last time that he tried this that I wasn't interested in him. Didn't you tell him that? (laughs) Right now, the link between this story and I, the reason that Eddie is telling me this is because that Anna Marie and I had a thing once upon a time. Mm -hmm. We had a, you know, a very fleeting romance up in Arlington one night, right? Okay. So he had asked me back then, once her and I had slow faded each other, hey man, you don't think it'd be, you know, it wouldn't be weird or you wouldn't really care if I tried to, you know, if I tried <laughs> to slide in there and do my thing, right? <laughs> I'm like, and I'm just like, you know what, man, have a ball. Do, do, do your thing, bro. Do whatever, whatever it is that makes you feel happy. So he tr- so he expressed to me that he was interested in this person. He expressed to his friend Stefani that he was interested in that person, which clearly notified Anna Marie okay. that he was interested in her. So everyone is in the know here. All points of this of this tri- of not triangle every every point of this square is in the know. Okay. But yet he's upset that Anna Marie screenshotted the fa- the weird, creepy, cr- cryptic Facebook message, sent it over to Stefani, 
so that she could come over and say to Eddie, hey, why are you doing this? I told you before she's not interested in you. Could you please like not hit her up again? You live in Florida now. What are you doing? <laughs> and he snapped back like, you clearly don't know me as much as you should know me. What do you think? I'm, what am I really going to start something from all the way down here? What are you talking about? I just wanted to be her friend. Why couldn't she say something to me if she felt like I crossed the boundaries? What? What? Wow. What does one Anna Marie doesn't she does not owe you anything because she doesn't right. know you. Right. She's going to send it to Stefani, her real friend, and say, why is your boy doing this? Can you handle this for me, please? Right. Because I don't want to have this correspondence with him. <laughs> and, and now you're upset that we're all looking at it from this way. So when he tells me that he's upset that they're both looking at him like he's crazy, like they didn't just know that he wanted to be friends with her. And friends on what basis, I don't know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, I'm not going to hit up building- somebody. I'm not going to hit up a girl who I'm want to be friends with and start out with hey beautiful right like what basis is there what fundamental blocks were there right for you to try to even build a friendship what are you talking about right like if she had clearly flirted with you back the flirting would have continued shut up and you're a thousand miles away just what do you like just meet someone meet someone down there didn't you move away to move away right like, isn't that what you did that for to get away from all of this anyway? What do you want to be penthouse? So, like, right? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So, so he said that to me, and I say to him, "Yo, Eddie, you have to be ridiculous. Like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> you, you, like, you don't see. Like, you said, okay, so you really thought that you were gonna come to me with this, and I was gonna do what? Hold your hand through this? No, you're being, you know, you're being ridiculous right now. Right? You're not one. You're not gonna lie to me." And tell me that that's what it was you were trying to do. And two, you're not going to sit here and act like you can't fathom how other people could see it this way, whether it was that way or not. Like, stop playing with me. So that was the very last lie. He filled his lie tank. He filled filled the quota. So after after that, I was like, "Ah, I can't do this anymore. So we got off the phone. You know, he ended up texting me talking about, oh, I'm so glad that. You know, I have you in my life as a friend. You always give the greatest advice. I appreciate you, blah, blah, blah. I'm I'm glad that you appreciate me. I appreciate that appreciation, but I'm good on that. I just can't. I can't. Yeah, I'm good. I'm Damn. good. So I'm, I'm going to have to allow him to do his thing. And uh, it is what it is. I think a lot of people don't know when to make those decisions, and that's why they end up in bullshit with people. So it's good that yeah. you can make those decisions for yourself. Yeah, nah, nah, that that loyalty, that loyalty was broken down, that trust was broken down by, by, you know, time and time again, these terrible, you know, court hearings happening, if you will. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's just, I was, I was done with it. I was done. I Judicially, <laughs> I am done. <laughs> I, I had to, I had to decree to him. Yep. Nah. Like we we are done here. This is coming to an end. This is closing. Well, I, I mean, I didn't have to say these things, but in my mind, I did. There will be no slow fade here. Right. <laughs> there this will be is no a sl- ghost. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is this this we're we're just done with, and I hope the best for you in life. I hope that you really figure all this out. I truly, truly do. But I can't. I can no longer. I can no longer do this. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and, that, and that and and that is that. Right. Um, 
You know what I mean? I, I hate to, if we're, if we're wrapping this up, I hate to end on that note, but sometimes, no, you know, you got to, sometimes you got to give people to it. You got to hit them with a gut punch. Yeah. And that's, I think that's something that people definitely need to hear. Yeah. You got to so, wake, wake people up. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. What do, what do you, what do you got for the people, my man? Uh, what do I got for the people, man? What a year it's been. It's, it's, and it's, and it's, Ooh. and it's coming, it's start, it's beginning to come to a close. Um, I, if there's anything that I can take away from this is, you know, I think a lot of people have done a lot of figuring themselves out, um, in this quarantine. And, um, if you haven't done that, there's still, there's still time to figure yourself out. I, I've, 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 you know, I've figured out some things about myself. I've figured out things that I'm, you know, that I'm into that I, that I never thought I'd be into, um, and I'm figuring out that, you know, as a black man in America, you know, there's there's a lot of shit going on that's that's not, you know, favorable. Uh, it's not it's not meant for me to succeed. And um, but I'm also thinking that I'm a smart individual and, you know, I'm making my way through this, um, through this life that, you know, I didn't you know, I didn't make I didn't I didn't. I didn't make this choice, but I'm here now. And, you know, I'm just, we're, I think we're all just trying to do the best we can with what we're given, um, especially under these circumstances. So, you know, just keep, just keep fighting your shit, keep fighting your inner battles um, and keep fighting those outer battles because we honestly have no choice but to do so. Okay. I like that. I'm going to shut the fuck up and not give any last words this time. I'm just going to allow it to, I'm just going to allow it to be that because I thought that that was good. That's right. that's those should be the last words uttered here. All right, man. Thank thank you all for listening. Thank you, Keon, again for doing this episode twenty nine. We we are out of here. <laughs>